Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writers' room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This This is is Poog. Poog. Today's topics, loosely speaking, Sully, ice cream cone, vein of gold. Well, I, 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 I feel the same. (laughs) (laughs) Having to see you. It's so good to see you. I feel, I just want to remind the listeners, we are in a Zoom chat right now. We're able to see each other through the digital screen. Absolutely. So today we really are aiming to focus (laughs) around the topic of ADD and focus. Jacqueline, you and I both are no stranger to the demonic presence of ADD, (laughs) the inability to focus, whatnot. Although I guess hyper-focus comes in. You actually have hyper-focus. that's going to be the key. Yes, that's that's going to be a key thread, a key theme in today's conversation. It's so complicated. And I, of course... I'm operating at the brutal intersection of ADD and OCD, right, which right. my therapist, you know, urges me to take Adderall. Um, Adderall, of course, is one of the most powerful evil drugs on the market, ruined a couple years of my life as a teenager. Right. And so I was very hesitant. Today, I did take 
I, I cracked a pill in half. I'm on five milligrams. Can't you tell in my voice mm. that I'm anchored by the demonic presence? Actually, of the there is a grounding. There's a, it's, it's, it's as if a thick cord is tethering you to the earth and being held by, yes. you know, a strong, not the devil, but a, a lower level demon kind of. It's a lower and I don't even level. mean it negatively. It's a lower no. level demon who's holding onto the rope and keeping you tight to earth. And, and you know, there is some question about whether demons are bad. <laughs> so, right. I will, so, 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 so as we say, you're being tethered by a demon. That might not even be a bad thing. Wait, hold a playful on. demon. Well, that's the thing. I, I haven't taken it in months because I just... What is the feeling of being on Adderall? I mean, it just, it's awful. Really? But it's also, wait. No, right now it feels great. There's like the euphoria. And again, I'm on a low dose, but it's like there is a certain euphoria that kicks in and it really is, God help me, it really does help. Yeah, focus. Like I took Adderall to, to read and, and write in college yeah. and then of course in grad school. And I do remember one time writing in the library in New York City, living my mm. Felicity Porter fantasy. Yeah so high on Adderall writing my master's thesis. I repeat master's thesis. Yeah. Hideousness? Yeah. Sublime hideousness. It was about, um, liminality and oh, oh, oh my Wait, God. Did I'm you forgetting. say liminality? Yeah. Liminality. Cause was, I feel like was, I'm one of the only people who ever uses the word liminal. Okay. Wait, are, day to liminality day. was my huge. Oh my God. The, I mean, the, I'm, I'm joking with the ego of it, but I'm also not, you know what I mean? No, I feel I like I'm constantly referencing liminal space. Yeah. Liminality referring to dear listener, that which is <laughs> not here nor there kind of an in-between place considered sacred by some considered perhaps the only real plane for subversion yes. and it is, um, in the, it is modes the of exploration. It is the, it is the, yes. Richard Schechner, well, the, the, the airport, or Victor uh, Turner actually, I guess, originated it. us talking over each other completely. <laughs> yeah, no, the, very the, quietly. The, the airport. But no, but the airport as a space of spiritual liminality for me. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm stopping you right there. Have we talked about this? Have we talked about the airport as a space of spiritual liminality? Only because Jacqueline. That's no joke for me and it always has been. Okay, okay, okay. Stop, stop, stop. Basically, the I'm, moment I'm I learned shaking. the word liminal, I was, okay, the, the, the take airport me in the airport, the most, leave me in the airport. The airport is the only modern space it's the only modern church it's the only place yes. we're actually able to cast off our personalities and our daily limitations and finally exist it's also the most perverse and outwardly sexual area of modern life it's the <laughs> only place that we can finally just it, oh my, okay i'm being flooded i know i'm like there's such an excitement to talk about liminality in the airport okay? i can't believe we've never talked about the airport like this no, this is huge seeing someone that you know and love at the airport meeting them at the airport yes. that is such a beautiful moment of union and the the airport it's the only place where we're fully like domed it's like <laughs> the airport is like get in line bitch oh, right. you know what i mean it's like we're all kind of reduced to these like bodies that have to move yeah and there's something there's like an anger or hostility that comes with like oh, i have to follow the rules and get in line but it's such a when you give ecstatic release because you just you're finally free from choice and you're just forced into the liberation of restriction of get in line and take your shoes off you filthy bitch you know yes, there's yes. something about it and uh, yeah, your personality kind of ceases to exist or tries to fight through in moments of, oh God, 6 a.m., right? Can you believe it? Right. It's like kind of that. Oh, right. To the others. Like, yeah. Remind me to tell you about the captain in line. What? I said, remind me to tell you about the captain in line. Well, go for it. So I'm big on, and sometimes I don't like it in myself. Sometimes I do like it. It's a shared glance with a fellow crowd mate. Mm -hmm. I can't stand it, but I love it. I can't. I love to look to find shared glances eyes. about something that's happening around us. Right. Anyway. I was really proud. I was waiting online at a small airport. There was a long line for the one little kiosk of bagels and coffee and whatever. 
And I see a pilot, you know, captain's hat and, and all, okay, dressed Unreal. to the nines, okay, and in his in his in his formal briefs. So kinky, it's insane. Like pilots actually dress up like that, like, like it's a little cat insane. with like with metallic figures on it and things like that, whatever. And um and the dignity, right? Well, you know, I'm obsessed with Captain Sullen Sullenberger, right? You know, I'm a Sully head. You mean? Oh, is that the guy who? Is that the Hudson guy? Sully is Miracle on the oh, Hudson, Sully, which I course, witnessed. Yeah. Uh, I witnessed the Miracle on the Hudson. What do you mean? Before it landed, but I saw it flying low. I was in a car driving up the West Side Highway. No. Talking to my friend Erica, who grew up in New York. And sometimes because I was from the suburbs, you know, sometimes we we'll like to tell me, you know, this is how it is. And, and so I go, there's a plane flying unusually low over Whoa. the over the Hudson in a direction I've never seen. And it's one of those things where it's like you don't know why it's you haven't seen it before. But when you see something you haven't seen before, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? You're just like, I've never seen that. It's not like I know the flight path very well, but, I, but yeah. I'm always on the up, on the on the west side highway heading to the burbs. So I know that route. And I say it and Erica's like, oh, no, 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 that's. Uh, that yeah they're always like that there yeah you know they're going to newark or something i'm like no it's really low and then we talk about what it would be like to go down in a crash we talk about that for a while i arrive back at my parents house in the burbs my dad says a plane just landed on the hudson did you see this and i go i saw it that's miraculous it's it's major and you know and there was this thing that we sometimes laugh about in the home over here me and uh, my partner chris (laughs) okay we're really into how at the time people were like because there was something really cheesy about it. They're like, New York needed this. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember that messaging? It was I like, don't remember that. It was messaging. literally like it was like 9-11. It was like, you know, like after 9-11, it we was needed like, a healing. We needed a good story about a plane here. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I forget who said it and, and but it was said a couple times. Anyway, sullen. So so I'm in line and thing. And we're all standing there and the captain or the, why do I keep saying captain? Is that right? Is that correct? Can you yeah. be a captain of a ship? A pilot? Plane? A captain? Pilot. No, but the pilot. pilot, the main one, is he captain? This is your captain speaking. Oh, yeah. this is the captain speaking. You've yeah. heard that. You know that. <laughs> You're reminding um, me of when I had a clearly drunk captain yammering on the overhead. But keep going, keep going. Because by the way, of course, what is it? Like birds of a feather? It's like the AA for pilots. Anyway, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole. No, there's a pro- birds of a feather. You're yeah, it's something about like me. of course, like of course, pilots need fucking twelve step for alcoholism. But why? I mean, inherently, why? Just because. I mean, you're saying it like of course, like I just mean like that. Of course, what else are they gonna do? Or of course, alcoholics end Become up pilots? being pilots. You mean specifically, or you mean in the, one in, the in sense ten alcoholics is an are all no right? So of course, there's those them too, right? I thought you were suggesting that piloting itself leads to a lot of layovers, honey. A lot of bloody marys in between flights. <laughs> a lot of BJ's in the terminal. Okay, <laughs> right. The, the, the sexuality. Of flying a plane. Well, yes, but also the 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 the, the you pulsating know, the, masses, the stewards quivering and the stewards, and the, you yeah. know, I'm like stewards. You know, what I'm trying to say the the um, what do they call them now? Flight attendants. Flight attendants. Right, right. A, a steward <laughs> and a stewardess. No, but all the costuming. <laughs> All the costuming. I mean, all it's the asking the for it. Alone. And, you know, I remember as a child being disturbed to realize that that the government, like that planes weren't a government operation. Okay, they're like a private business. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, you mean like we're just, but we're, we're just trusting like a business that saying yeah. that they yeah. can carry you through the air? Like I just assumed like something that big, you know, sending you flying into the air. Right. <laughs> with nothing but aerodynamics at play. Okay, but I want to say about the captain thing, but then remind me about the wheels. Okay. So 
the story is a non-story, but this is an ADD thing, right? The story that I'm trying to say about being in line with the captain is mentally it's a physical place where my mind can hold on. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm like, wait, mm. I know we have to go back to that space in line in that airport. I can't remember what city. Do you see what I'm saying? It's kind of interesting. But I want to get that out and then I really... Oh, yeah, I don't, I'm a little confused. Sorry. So I keep being like, I want to get back to the story about the captain. And it's not because there's some big finish to it. it. As is typical for me, what I consider a story is what others would not consider a story. Okay. Maybe I'm not using the right word. <laughs> okay. But it's a, a slice of life, I guess. I don't know. I consider it both my fault and my gift. I okay? love your stories. So, I yes, prefer your you. stories. But, but I'm saying this is ADD because yeah. I'm realizing my, my desire to go back to that is because it's one mental tethering of the conversation, which is merely the image I have in my head that I still haven't tethered you to you know what i mean so just gonna say it but i I have questions there's a lot of things that have been uh, opened here and i want to hit them all okay which is where my ocd features intersect with add and we'll get to that later but my mother there's obsessive on that side absolutely no compulsion yeah i have no compulsions i have pure obsessive yes much like my mother and and because what i think is in the family line is a confluence of sorry comorbidity of ADD and OCD. And the question mm. is, which came first? Okay, is one creating this. the other? Because like both of my parents are ADD, I, I believe. And um, I mean, just yeah, mine too. clearly like, you know, glasses in the freezer, all that stuff. Yeah. Right. And I think my dad kind of can do hyper focus. You know, my I, dad was hyper focused on anything except me. <laughs> right. Well, dairy or daddy. What? Dairy or daddy oh, yeah. is yeah. you. Okay. Right. Is, is, is like, you know, Sorry to always be referencing our own work. <laughs> okay, pull me back. I want I, so much. Talk about your captain story. No, I want to finish the captains. Yeah, so we'll get all to that. But Sully, the captain story. Oh, the sexuality of the costuming, right? Oh, yes. oh yeah. I can't believe like that the government isn't in charge of all this. Like it just seemed like I'm just trusting that whatever, whatever, whatever. Point is, very into Sully. Okay, sorry. Hold on, hold on. Miracle on the Hudson. Very into Sully. Oh well, like one of my well. The, the non-story from earlier that I'll just finish so, yes, it's, so it's not nagging at me is merely we're in line. The the captain, dressed to the nines, okay, steps up and gets in line behind us on this carpeted little weird area of this small airport. And we're all waiting, waiting, waiting. And I look around and kind of try to capture the gaze of the others in line. And I say, Captain, surely, surely we can let the captain go ahead of us. Right, right. I was going to say. That's a story. Isn't it fantastic? And then he did? He um, tried to humbly decline the offer. <gasps> I think he humbly declined. And but. I looked around at the others like, really? No one's going to back me up and push us further? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. seriously, you want him staring at the back of your head while you get a bagel? At the Abon Pain kiosk? Au bon pain? I call it Abon Pain. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Do you remember the bowl bread? No. Oh, like a soup bowl? Yeah, but made of bread, no. a hollowed out. Yeah, no. And that is a classic case of something that, God, when it first came out, it was like, holy shit. Yeah, but when did that come out? It seems like something of like the 50s. In a Palm Springs restaurant. Like the prosperity of America. Diane. Right, this like, our bowls are bread now. Like, it just <laughs> seems like that. <laughs> mm, have um, you ever eaten it out of a bread? No. <laughs> Wait, but the liminality of the airplane. Okay, the yes, liminality. Yes, yes. Okay, so the freedom. I want to get into being this. able to cast off your personality, the, like being free at last. Because when you're in an airport or in a plane, you're nowhere. You're in between places. Yes. It's this this ontological crisis of location. And, and what just are to you be able clear, to on, be when ontology you're is meaning, right? Yeah, like the nature of the thing, like like the thing itself. Ontological crisis is a meaning meaning crisis essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Because ontological is one I would always struggle with remembering because I knew it was something so 
like such a pure idea. Like yes. it's like there's no visualization for it. So I can't remember the word. Right. So right, it's right. almost like ontology. What is it? I know it's something really. It's like the yeah. thing itself. It's like how can you remember a word for the thing itself? It's yeah. It's yeah. It's utter abstraction. You only need like six words to appear smart. Well, okay. What are your six that you lean on? Because we. Oh, we, that's such a good question. I we love that. About I love this that. Last week about me leaning on the phrase "groaning under the weight" for the last fifteen years. Yeah, groaning under the weight's huge. I think. Um, Wait, I used to say hegemonic a lot. I used to be like right. hegemony, hegemonic constructions of right. desire. Well, saying kinda, hegemony I, is really satisfying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Saying hegemonic was really exciting. I'm always a little afraid when I say it that I'm actually going to say like hegemony or, or you know hemogeny or something like yeah like there's a fear of fucking it up if you can la- really land hegemony oh I, I know landing words okay so obviously we did mention last week jettison and yes. abjection yes. you know jettison from um, you is uh, jettison is amazing uh, jettison's great jettison used kind of in that intellectual capacity but wait all right you can to radically jettison yeah, tra- uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what are the what are like i know what are the other big ones that i was really... gonna try to be like what are the what are the words you've said Oh, yeah, calcify. I, I used to. Well, calcify to me actually crosses over for you into like the like calcify is, is such a funny word, right? That like to me, that's like yes. we agree that 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 referring to our brain is calcified. Like, there's something about that. Does it gives me it makes, it makes me feel something in my stomach when when I, I hear you say it, and then I hear it and I want more. I used to just, I think for me, mostly, I just have always really used hyperbole. Yes. I've always used really hyperbolic language. Yes. And that's been in my, in my, in my act, yes. of course, but then also my personal life. Yes. And so I used to really rely on words like violence. Yes. Brutality. Well, violent uh, is pretty big for me. Heinous, of yeah, course, yeah. is huge for me. You know, heinous is yeah, like. Yeah, heinous, my, hideous. Hideous and heinous are big. Yeah. They come down through the family for me. There's a little bit of a Jewish hyperbole. You really inspired me with, with the use of hideous. Um, Thank you. Yeah, just. um Unbearable, insufferable. Brutal. I mean, I've always relied on words like assault. that. Yeah, the brutality. Wait, what was yeah. the last one you said, Kate? Brutality. Yes. No, brutal and all that language. Banality, the brutality of the the banal brutality of, yes, of daily well, life. Yes. Yeah. Um, the violence of breakfast. Exactly. No, the violence of is is like really satisfying. Well, like and humiliation. Well, that is structural humiliation. I used to be okay. really in talking about structural humiliation. No, yes. Or also mortification. I was like stewing on that the other day. Like you and me are both very into humiliation, mortification. Well, guess what? I am mortified for you, but like at a, being about a building or something yeah. is. Like- <laughs> Formal. He's like our sweet spot. I'm always interested in reducing things to those formal elements. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes. And then also, I mean, of course, I'm not even going to say the word affect. I'm not going to talk about affect because we don't have time. Oh. But um, the effective and also like effective, you know, the oh. effective. Um, oh, affect weight. is huge. Yeah. Um, affect. Affect is really satisfying. I like jettison, casting off, sloughing off. Yes. Um, yes. Shedding. Oh, oh, I was thinking, yeah. There's another word like that that has to do with sort of an, a violent othering that <laughs> is a sudden... Ooh. Oh, you know, what I, you know what I've been leaning on a lot recently? What? Shuttling. Okay. Now, it, it, it doesn't seem big, oh. but 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 like I found myself like three times when I read it recently, like, and there, therefore it allows you to shuttle back and forth between, mm. okay, and then this and that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the shuttling, the sort of violence of a shuttle Mo- I, don't, moving. I mean shuttles are the lowest form of life i mean if you're ever on a shuttle you're fucked no exactly but that's why applying a shuttle <laughs> okay okay no, to just, just... you know the mind can oh i'm big on gestalt oh uh-huh of course i'm big on i'm big on that which cannot be harnessed by language <laughs> 
you know, a harness is a nice word for me. Reduce. I can't think of anyone. Oh, extreme reductions are. I like to be being reduced. reduced to, um, re- yeah, I'm constantly reducing myself. Oh, well, you know what? I'm huge on it. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. It's not the word itself, but it's a type of situation, which is when you make a noun into an adjective and the syllabic intonation must shift forward. That to me is a example needed urgently. Example needed urgently. (laughs) It's coming and I can't wait. Okay, so I love describing how an adjective, okay, or how a noun, okay, might serve as an adjective when used adjectivally. Oh my God. Okay, adjectival. Okay, so an adjective or or something being adjectival. (gasps) Okay. Adjectival? I've never heard it said. Yes, so I go adjectival a lot. And what's satisfying is the word adjectival is an example of this very thing I'm describing. Adjectivize which... a noun now. Like like what? Adjective is a noun. An no, adjectival. No. I know. But I'm like, is there another one that you can give me? <laughs> of course. Name anything. Medicine. Medicinal. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now that one you're familiar with. Okay. I literally, I glanced down. I saw my Wellbutrin and I, okay. I, okay. Um, um, I remember my friend once did this and I don't even think this one works, but she did it anyway and with confidence and I was impressed, which was talking about characters mm-hmm. in, in a script or something and then going like caricatural, oh, which fuck. is not, I don't think, a word. It doesn't even work. No, but she I did it. it. She's like caricatural. I was like, <gasps> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's adjectival. Um, okay, give me a goddamn noun and I'll do it. I know, I know. No, I'm thinking, chum, glancing around. Let's think about a hot noun to adjectivize yeah. as we go to break. Okay, great. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Babbel is convenient. Kate and I talk about it all the time. Love the way Babbel Helps you for those quick real-world interactions. Like how to order food or ask for directions. How to have a decent conversation with a merchant. And who doesn't want to go on vacation? I know the language. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. But only for our listeners at babbel.com slash poog. 
Get 60% off at babbel.com slash poog. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash poog. Rules and restrictions may apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. So... Actually, didn't do any thinking on the break. Um, Nor did I. But I'm very excited. But I, I am sort of levitating in my seat because I get very, very excited when we get to talk about words. <laughs> okay. I know. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is that you know, not just the adjective thing, right? But uh, what's the word? Conjugating a verb. Like mm-hmm. anytime you do one that's a little bit unfamiliar or isn't the thing that people are always doing. Okay, like the derivation. There's some satisfaction. So like even like getting something out without stuttering, like pursuant okay if you were like like to switch something into pursuant versus you know pursuing or something right yeah there's a little bit of like there's like a satisfying flex of like pursuant ah, you so know this is like, like i'm having a i'm having an add moment because you said conjugate and then i got flooded with the memory of being in latin class in the seventh grade and i yes. was completely unable to do latin i could not figure it out and interesting the sweet sweet latin teacher dr a who is this guy who had an album had a bongo album oh who was like really sweet sorry education or <laughs> no shockingly but he uh i just want to say quickly that he, he was so positive and like really was such an angel and he would give people a pluses and the school had to come down on him and say you cannot give a pluses you can give a's but you cannot give a pluses what? and i remember seeing him in his office whiting out the pluses off the uh no like whiting out the little he plus wasn't signs. allowed to give a single a plus or he was no, giving them out too freely like, like you can't give an a plus like you know and so this this but this this vision of him whiting out the pluses was like really went in me and it, it just sad. i haven't thought about it in so long it's one of the most beautiful things i've ever witnessed no <laughs> that reminds me of i mean deeply sad on your deathbed kind of shit you know just to see all of the pluses that got wiped out or Don't you think out. we meet the same person over and over? Like he's reminding me of this other person I knew. Yeah. And this kind of goes into, we're talking about past life stuff, but like yeah. you kind of fall in love with the same person over again. Right. Or like, we're all, I like, there is this thing of like the singular person that we keep chasing or, and obviously that's like, Oh, well we try to fall in love or we try to have right. re- intimate Recreate. relationships to heal the wounds of our childhood and to kind of, right. you know, our belief that we got to get it. We can get it right this time with this person. But there is something about that. This like, one person or these archetypes or these like or like when you make a new friend and they remind you of an old friend or you have a kind of a shared intimacy that feels so immediate like you've known them before like what is that how much do you read Jacqueline 
I'm experiencing a return to literature. I well, actually the return to fiction is 2021. I thought the the return to fiction is 2021, and I have to say again because we are of course hovering oh so gently around the idea of ADD never to arrive because that would it's too hard for us. Indeed, yeah. But I did tease in the last episode that I was going to deactivate Twitter. I did. I repeat, I did. Excuse Not me? that I'll never return, but I deactivated. Excuse me, you, it's yeah. done. I deactivated. You're gone? I'm gone. I mean, I will return, but <laughs> I can't anymore. Good. And I'm also, I'm on Instagram. I log on for poog related stuff or to like, sign look, in. you know, I do a quick <laughs> sign in every time. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. And I do want to return to fiction. Wait, what was I going to say? Don't return to fiction. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm just wondering, Jacqueline, because you, you're a writer, you're one of the great minds. And I'm just wondering, I'll silently how allow much that? fiction are you consuming? You know, um, I always want to read fiction and then I get suckered back to nonfiction. I'm constantly nonfiction also. Constantly. I'm nonfiction all the time um, because fiction can't advertise its own ideas. Okay. In the same way. I mean, you could say, yes, it's love, it's loss, it's <laughs> life on the prairie or whatever. Okay. Describing Fiction novel. is the ultimate propaganda, I would argue. <laughs> no, it, of course. Okay. But it doesn't sell me in the same way where a book that says, for example, I saw it posted by Elise from Goop, Mary Magdalene Revealed. And I had ordered it within, uh, within five minutes. Mary Magdalene Revealed. Obviously, I've been interested in the Magdalene for some time. <laughs> Um, the Magdalenian understandings of desire. <laughs> well, just Magdalenian. Magdalenian is well, Mamesian last Mimesian. week obviously was a revelation. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? I do find interesting about when they do those things with the names, where it's like, oh, like you know what? One of my favorite ones is so like the fact that Descartes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Descartes is Cartesian. Cartesian, yeah. That's okay. Thrills me because it's yeah. Well, it's like it's sort of like, you know, like von Helsing or whatever means like from Helsing. Right. Or van der Bilt, I think, means like from there, the built. OK. And so like those names and they drop the van. So Descartes name, I guess it's like, yeah, what is that? You know, he's Johnny of carts. Of cart. Yeah. OK. He's Johnny of carts. And so they, it's it's Cart. a Cartian idea or Cartesian. Right. Oh, see, this is when I'm like, I, I need school now. Yeah. But he would famously write was like staring into the flame. It's not like Descartes, like he'd write that way, yeah, or something, and he would write about like he he was that I'm of I'm course writing of. by candlelight, but then would like be staring into the flame. I feel like he wrote some like there was something he did about looking into the flame oh, or like to the flame. Oh God, or maybe that was freaking Locke. I heard a story about Rousseau one <laughs> maybe, time. Yes. I heard a great tale about Rousseau. Every day you could set your your watch to it, and you know they had to set watches back yeah. then, right? Uh, every day at noon or whatever, he would be in the town square. Okay. And t- typing, writing, or I guess he wasn't typing. Jesus. He'd be in a town square <laughs> scribbling away. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever it was. I forget. And then one day he wasn't there. <gasps> Are you listening? Yes. I'm staring at your face. Uh, okay. Because I perceive your eyes as staring into a different window. It's a classic issue. I think I was captivated by your beauty and I was, <laughs> I was just staring. Uh, thanks. Wait, but I have to tell the anecdote oh, about yeah, Rick Rousseau before I forget. It's, it's really simple. The t- entire town believed he was dead. Okay, because, I mean, he was there that regularly at that time. Okay, and they were like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. Rousseau must be dead if he's not there. He's there mm-hmm. every day. They run to his house. They look in. And they go, where were you? He goes, what? I got caught up in a bit of reading. Okay. Anyway, isn't that hysterical? Very romantic. You actually don't seem that impressed. Yeah, I guess. 
which I guess I should say, because I I'm so vulnerable. Immediately after sharing sorry, the anecdote sorry, that sorry, I love, rude of me. that I blind myself to any so neg- was, no, I blind myself to the negative. He was response. swept up, but it d- didn't make me feel negatively of you. I just was trying to like. I guess I wasn't as moved by the idea that he was. I mean, there. I mean, it is romantic. No, I meant it. No, no, no. It's not romantic. <laughs> I just. I. I think it's funny. Okay. I think it's funny that an entire town thinks you're dead, and you were just caught up in a bit of reading. Yeah. It, it, that's it. The town's obsessed with it. I don't know. I don't know why I love it. Yeah. Why do I love it? Why do I think it was worth sharing? Okay, I'm thinking about it right now. No, yeah. I mean, maybe I just didn't do as good a job as whoever told it to me, but there's something in me. No, there is something that, there that, is ne- something that I never that... forgot it. Yeah. The town thinks you're dead because you're not at the place you usually are that people could set their watch by. God, that's comforting. I mean, that's why I long for community. <sighs> okay long desperately for it so here i am off social media right obsessed with community i went to the park the other day alone to read like a 19th century whore yeah and i was (laughs) well you know i mean we we can get into that later but reading is one of my primary fantasies of my saloon whore yeah thing it's being able to read between the johns oh my god of course of course it's it's the true room of one's own yeah because you're the kids aren't waiting i need to honestly I'm, i'm humiliated i really have barely read any wolf Virginia? Yeah, Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. I didn't know if you meant Tom. <laughs> oh, Tom um, Wolf. No, yeah. I just, I don't know, for some reason, hearing Wolf alone. How much Wolf? Are you like a To the Lighthouse kind of a gal? No, no, I've read like nothing. I think I read A Room of One's Own when I was, you know, I, a zygote. Wait, isn't A Room of One's Own, is A Room of One's Own just an essay? Mm-hmm. It's just, is it a single essay that, I feel like it's a single essay inside of a it's, book. It's a no? thin, a thin one of those thin book essay books that was then, of course, republished as a. But wait, I wanted to say, oh, okay, I did want to say about the community thing, which I do long for. I was in the park the other day reading, and then I realized I found some shade. It was quite hot out, and I've been reading for like maybe an hour, and then I realized I was getting really hot. And I looked down, I glanced down at my hand, and my veins were kind of pulsing, like bulging mm. out of my hand in a scary way, and I went. Well, that's not good. And then I started to kind of get nervous and go, am I about to pass out? No. Because I just, I just, I realized I was just, I had a hot head. Like I was been sitting, not in the direct <laughs> sun, but it was like a MacBook laptop top. In yeah. The- I start to overheat and I start scanning the, I start scanning the meadow looking who's going to save me. And I had to calm myself down. I said, Kate, Fascinating. you can get up. Yes. Corona, you know, everyone's masked. You can get up and go, hi, I think I'm about to pass out. Like, can you take See, care of it's me? Fascinating. And good, good for you, self-soothe. I just don't, I don't sit around thinking I'm about to have an aneurysm. Yeah, whereas I do. Now, and it's not just because, you know, what's the point kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm fascinated by how you always think things are going wrong in your body when you have almost no medical issues. Well, OCD. But yeah, I know I have to, but I was, right. but then I started scanning. I was like, okay, who do I know who's home right now? Who's in the area? Who could I call? You know, like I started doing that. And then I had the urge to to call someone to anchor me. But then I thought, no, you know what? We're going to push the discomfort. I didn't pass out. And I was able to leave the park, though I was quite hot. It sounds like a, okay. So you were reading the park for a while because it, it sounds like this sort of completely laughable tale of a woman decides to go to the park, okay, okay, to, to experiment with this thing they call reading or whatever. And yeah. then, you know, finds her head overheating and leaves before the book's even, the spine's been cracked. Well, that's more my style. That Can kind you of believe thing. you used to have to knife your way into books? What do you mean? You have to cut the pages to get in. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Have you seen this? Okay, like the way, like I guess like a brand new book. They were sealed with wax. No, it wasn't even that. It was like, fuck. 
I don't know. I'm going to need I'm going to need this, this Googled now. But it's like a thing where the side that would be normally open, you've like cut the lead. Now, you can't be cutting them all. Right. It must just be you cut down and then it opens. I don't know. I, it's, a, it's a bit confusing. I mean, I've experimented with book binding here with my, um, you know, of course, with my with my printing things out, you know, double sided, trying to make little booklets for my own productivity. That's sort of a joke. But I mean, it, it's literally true. I just I printed out those things. I was just showing the small quarter size of a page. Oh. So printing out a large document, I may... Make them small? Make them small. So it's four pages on a single page and then slice them and then move them around and experience them as less overwhelming. Okay, so this is all... Well, you're describing the book binding, my going to the park to read, and then being overcome with the fear of an aneurysm. These are all ways to avoid... I I I hear you, okay? And I, but I have had to uh, radically jettison, <laughs> okay, th- this notion from my life, okay, which is, which is the, that, oh, that's not the focus. Th- that's the stuff getting in the way of the focus. Right. No, I love that. I love your approach. Life contains, okay, life contains opposing um, forces. No, and right? you and I, I think you and I also are friends because we both, right, that's kind of our preferred mode. I'm always, my whole life, I'm, oh, I long for a routine. I long right. for structure. Right. But it's like, you don't, I actually right. don't know if I work well within that system. I love having to be somewhere every day. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I'm actually okay with just reclining on the couch for six days. I enjoy the interplay, okay, of trying to contain... I, I had this realization that about, um, about life, okay, but about something, about my experience of something, okay, which is, and it was around an ice cream cone, but it applied to more, okay? It was about this, the, the pleasure of eating an ice cream cone for me involves mm-hmm. the attempt to um, contain, catch up, stay present to the cone, <laughs> okay? Because because the cone asks you, the, the, yeah. cone, demands. the cone will not wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cone, the cone will not wait. It demands right? focus. You better eat it now. God, I want one. And every lick is catching a potential um fall it's right? in the process of decay much like language itself <laughs> yes again okay. so if you want to if you want to enjoy it you better you better get in there right and it's this containment it's management it's 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 keeping the cone alive long enough to consume the cone, and it's grief right? it's grief and it's lost because it's so beautiful <laughs> yes. it's handed to you and you're constantly having to reckon with the fact that it's it's dying and yet you're still experiencing no, it. No, it's dying. And it's so so press your lips against the drying rose petals, yeah. you know, or whatever, yeah. right? So to me, there's that energy. And I love that energy, right? And I would relatedly make that kind of driving up. So there's this, I'm, I'm saying containment, but that's not quite it. Okay, but just go with containment for the moment, okay. right? And then I was thinking about at the end of the ice cream cone when it's finished and the sense of loss, okay? And the moment of loss at the end of the ice cream cone, I was going, what, what is that? And why, why does it feel so devastating, right? And I realize it's because in those moments, I'm only remembering the joy of containment of a thing where there is another joy and it's a different process. OK, and it's it's conjuring. <laughs> OK, so here's what it is. I realized like I also enjoy the conjuring elements of life where you have nothing and you create something. You mean reminiscing about the, the, the cone? No. Two different things in life. There is something that's bigger than me that I'm trying to uh, contain in order to experience. Right? Um, it's and the ice cream, the ice cream cone happens. It's happening. It's go and and you gotta you gotta rise to the occasion to get as much of it as you can, kind of. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And I love that feeling. And then it's gone and it's sad. And suddenly I want another thing to contain. I'm forgetting that there's another thing I enjoy, which is the conjuring of something out of nothing. So so the eating the ice cream is is making us. Um, making uh, is capture is um 
it's all, or, or I guess eating, right? Eating is eating is these are like elemental and abstract to me, and I'm I I really and like it felt like a huge realization, and it's like I'm I'm trying to figure it out. No, I feel like something's there, and I want okay, it. It's like. I remembered that I was really meditating at the sor- on the sorrow at the end of the ice cream, right? And I would say Christmas. always with eating, and I want it to go endlessly, okay? I want it to go on, and- right, right. And so it would almost be like, right, the sadness of taking down the Christmas tree and the blankness of the new year, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, oh, wait, I forgot that the other kind of en- joy I enjoy is it is dead is a deadness, is a nothingness that I am going to work to pull something to create mm. life out of. So mm. it's not containment. Containment is something overwhelming that you're trying to sip off a part of, right? You're trying to get it while you can. You, you need the ice cream cone to to be gone. You, is that what you're saying? You need to arrive at the sadness of the cone no, being but gone. That's, I'm not, no, right. But it's not, yeah, it, it's, um, it's, wait, let me just see if I have a, have, have the metaphor. Okay. Let me just try it one more time. And and I and all right. So so let me start with my, my the original thought process. Okay. And I wrote like 30 pages on this. So it's in there somewhere. Okay. Cause I was like, and I was like, Jesus, this is like exhausting me writing about this ice cream cone. Like I be, and that's my like OCD. I became obsessed with like and I picture it outside of this place that you know, they had ice cream growing up. Whatever. All right. It, what I'm specifically talking about with the ice cream cone is the fact that it's an unfolding experience in time that you are on its schedule okay right. okay it is not still it is happening and you 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 can either show up for it or not right like you can you have to, and every every lick of the ice cream cone is to prevent you know you you lick at the parts that are melting right yeah you're you're so you're containing and you're maintaining the existence of the ice cream cone through it as it, as it sort of dies and it's it's a it's it's a, you're helping it die yeah, but that that's I mean that is all incredibly metaphorically interesting, but it's I'm just isolating okay. this one point, okay. okay, which is um there's something there and you're trying to sip off of it. You're trying to you're trying to there's a there's a there's a kind of it's like it's hunting versus it's not creative. It's it's consuming, okay? Mhm. But I also enjoy when there is nothing. And I have to create something out of that deadness. So it's like I enjoy both, but I forget that I also enjoy that other side while I'm while I'm finishing the ice cream cone. So it's like it's like it's like my ADD or my whatever you want to call it, my brain like thinks like, okay, so so I just had an ice cream cone. I loved that experience. I need to have that again and again and again. And I want to do it until the only thing that will kick me off of eating anything that I'm enjoying is, you know, nausea it's it's oh, only nausea that will yeah. get me there <laughs> pain in the stomach certainly won't i can tolerate pain you know what i mean yeah so it's like i don't know uh maybe we'll maybe i'll cover it on a future poo i'll pull out the ice cream cone essay or whatever um i want to know though what you mean about this enjoying the other i mean that there are like licking a plate till it's clean okay you know and then okay it's done i've consumed it that was great so here's what here's 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 what i'm saying some, certain things that are wonderful and, and to be enjoyed are diminishing in real time. They, they have to be, you have to step up and and they will not wait, right? The the fresh, the ice cream cone will not wait. It's melting, yeah. You can freeze it and those have their own weird kind of um, Frankenstein sort of... Ew. Uh, the they do have their own weird, disgusting, but but deliciousness. Like a like a you ever have one of those supermarket frozen ice cream cones? The way the waffle is like melted and soft. It's its own yeah, like yeah. perversion that has its own pleasure to it. I will say. Okay, yeah. but 
so it's this it's this wealth of of something and you're 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 hurrying to to enjoy it to take it in to to consume it to mm-hmm. right it's not going to last it's it's that kind of spirit what will wait for you what does wait for you what is not on the like like ice, a melting ice cream cone is here and now in the physical plane it's happening it's one one part of life right is things dwindling and you better get them or not right mm-hmm. the other part of life that will wait for you and i tend to often prefer mm-hmm. is you know sort of the dead the dead endlessness of infinite possibility mm. it just sits there mm-hmm. right um nothingness is is has the potential to you make something out of it so it's like right okay and i and i to make myself at peace at the end of the ice cream cone i have to remind myself that i also enjoy conjuring energy so there's con- there's containing or consumption energy that obviously i get a great deal of pleasure out of <clears throat> But there's also conjuring energy I get pleasure out of. You mean, and is the conjuring energy you sitting there going, I want an ice cream cone? I want another ice cream cone? No, it's more like it would, in this example, it would be more like, okay, well, I'm sad that ice cream cone's over. Not, okay, now I need to create an ice cream cone. But, you know, what's better? You know, a melting ice cream, in one room, you have a melting ice cream cone. Okay. In the other room, you have nothing. <laughs> okay. This is a, let's, let's put it that way, right? Okay. An empty room with a chair. In yeah. the other room, an empty room with a chair and um, an ice cream cone. Okay. Now, now, the ice cream cone room, you're allowed five minutes in. Okay. The nothing room, you're allowed an infinite time in. An eternity in? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. death? Isn't that, is that death? Which, isn't the room in which nothing happens and it lasts for eternity the state of death, of personal death? You're is your seeing, life not itself an ice cream cone? How can you enjoy the nothing? You're seeing in the nothingness and in the death potential. Me. I'm just actually pushing back a little bit on the idea. In general, I don't think we can use any of that. No, I know we can't. I know we can't. And can. by the way, I have to pee. Hang Let's on. break. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You know, we did attempt to continue this conversation moments ago and we went down a path and there's all this excitement and then and we're jumping around and that's some of the joy, right? The joy is the jumping around. But then sometimes with the kind of hyper focus, I feel my brain pull me towards something and I can't fucking get off of it. Can't so I just spent the last it, yeah. 20 minutes talking about like the metaphor of an ice cream cone, you know, no, I, and understand. I, I shouldn't shit on myself. You no. know, what is this? What are you talking about? <laughs> of course not. It's just that. I relate. So, so, so listener, brilliant Jacqueline is working on a kind of existential, uh, she's trying to kind of find the language to contain this existential conundrum or this issue of an ice cream cone, which again, you just recorded for, for a while and she's still working yeah. it out, which for me is a great joy to listen to a great mind work out a budding theory. And I think you are trying to actually arrive at an idea that's truly interesting. And so therefore the jargon doesn't, won't serve you. You can't just rely on the the bullshit that say I might rely on to try to get an idea across because what you're actually trying to come up with is an actual idea. <laughs> no. Uh, I, look, I think crying could be a great part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't cry. Are you crying? Here's what I'm going to say. I don't see how you could be crying. Are you crying because you feel like you didn't like you're still untangling what this what this theory is no i'm crying out of the humiliation of being seen as i am <laughs> no <laughs> what are you talking no, I mean, about i'm crying out of the vulner the, the extreme vulnerability of just like i mean for one i cry there's just that you know right. what i mean and i don't i don't stop it because <laughs> Because someone who's dealt with depression, it's really important for me not to. I love sh- that you cry. Shuttle. 
have to sh- shut all my emotions um you know no, down no no cry, cry. Then what will happen so i have to let it out same with anger okay <laughs> when i on the rare occasion anything actually crosses up into the <laughs> conscious level or actually makes its way <laughs> through my body in the form of tears you know it's like a, it's a hallelujah really <laughs> no it's, <laughs> because it's it's not the utter dead and the deadening you know what I'm saying? So I, I have to let it through. Um, Please. Where others would try to, whatever, I have to almost milk it and and <laughs> create more. You know what I mean? Because No, cry, cry. Absolutely. Um, As you know, I classically am not a crier, but have tried, I think, just the brutality of the year and everything. I've been crying more and it's it's good. It's really good. <laughs> well, you know, it, <sighs> you know what? I don't know. I just want to say, I just, yeah, just no, want to say, just, but yeah. I was truly honored and interested in you teasing out this idea and i could care less if you arrive at it in some neat you know conclusion at the end you're 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 writing about it currently you're you're figuring it out i just wish sometimes i mean this is the endless question but i just wish that i don't know i i i i i do not know whether it's better (laughs) in this life this is the same question over and over again do i want to work hard to hide the 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 you know are the qualities of my personality or my habits or my ways are they something to overcome or are they something to embrace and treat as a feature not a bug or whatever right, right. you know what i'm saying yes. it's the endless question and i'm 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 annoyed that i i, I wrestle with it still <laughs> because i'm not sure obviously the the like you know the hashtag would be like fly your freak flag <laughs> And I'm fucking tired of that also and I, and I you know that I'm into transformation and I like I like to believe that you know we can do whatever the fuck we want to do right and so if yes. I want to be someone who doesn't doesn't spend 20 minutes on an unfinished ice cream idea that would be much Jacqueline, more impressive Jacqueline, it would be much Jacqueline. more impressive if I fucking got it together on my own and delivered it no <laughs> no I completely completely disagree you spending 20 minutes figuring out the unfinished ice cream cone idea is magnificent to witness i want to also argue it's not like you're presenting that as some you know you know what i mean (laughs) you're you're presenting it as something that you are working through and and figuring it out like who cares i I mean i'm not doing a good job i I know it's fine but i i i just can't decide and i know that i guess the, the the answer is that I like to like things to be extreme. So I like it's easier to say I accept every part of myself. Right. And whatever the fuck I do naturally must be perfect because I'm specific and I'm my own. And so there it is, you know, Mm -hmm. like no editing here, folks, you know, straight (laughs) straight to the audience or whatever. And then the other part of me, um, you know, knows that. And I I don't know. I just I, I can't decide how much to control or attempt to control who I am in the world according to what I think is you know, attractive, interesting, and cool. Like, because I also think it's a disservice to work on yourself and make yourself attractive, cool, and interesting. Agreed. And then just serve that up. That's just, you know, utterly violent. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. No, completely. So it's one or the other almost. It's like, no, I'm a hard worker who figures it out. And I, oh, you gotta, you know, or am I the other? And it's just, it's not one or the other, of course. They're, you know, and I, I, I just wish it was more, um, I don't know. But, but I always try to cry freely when when it when it comes up because hiding tears is just utter no you can't you know, hide them no, and i think what you're talking about is something like very 
profound and what to hide, what to conceal, what to actually make an effort to change or transform about oneself and then what to kind of embrace and kind of allow to be unfinished or messy or even painful or difficult. Like there are parts of ourselves that are really difficult to reckon with and hard to fucking live with. Like there are parts of just who we are that are, that trouble us (laughs) and upset us and are embarrassing and yet there it yeah, is. And it's a, yeah, the self-acceptance, yeah, like, this, you know, like self-acceptance, right. like these are all kind of big words that yeah. and big ideas that also it's important to critique, but they can be impractical even, yes, even on the interior. I mean, it's, it's like, so another thing that's, yeah. uh, that's like thrown around a lot that I feel like isn't really investigated is ideas of like self-compassion. Yeah. I mean, this is like me being like the trying to soothe you in this moment or something and be like self-compassion, but it's actually is real. Like self-compassion is actually really demanding and not easy. No, I'm just like, I'm, I'm still, um, the thing that you're striving for, you're never going to, this is the way that you get to it. You're not going to wake up tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like knowing you, like Mm -hmm. the thing that you are after you're after it right now in this process of you trying to articulate or find something this is your process you're always going to be you know screaming at the wall going oh god how do I do it or something because I mean because I also relate in the sense of like it's just no I I I I, well the the problem is like I think what I'm what I'm stewing on right now is like so I also do believe that the gold whatever the the or my unique gold so to speak as with many people's it would be like my unique gold is 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 completely threaded with my unique fecal matter you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. and so it's like it's like and i do believe you know i do have this you know almost embarrassing belief that there is some gold there <laughs> right and so there's a, there's this so the, and then, then the utter ego of it is that i essentially you know i feel like i'm asking people to um I, i'm telling people that the gold of <laughs> <laughs> my soul is gold enough that they should like it with a taste of shit. Yeah. <laughs> that they should swallow shit whole because there's gold in there. And so I, I and so it's this weird thing where you know the ego is is <laughs> I don't know, I lost it, but it's just there's something about like I'm embarrassed by the fact that I I you know, we'll defend saying like, and we'll defend all these things and defend, you know, all these factors, convince that, convince that it's worth it. And there's this, there's this baseline, like, I don't know what, like, and I kind of think everyone should feel that way. I, I don't know. I don't know. I but just, it is worth I, it. You feel that for a reason. I mean, I'm, I'm also convinced, like, I also am convinced there's no other option, but to take, like, there's not that much time, right, in, you know, tangible life incarnated life there's not that much time necessarily to fix or change all the things that may be potentially doorways to you know you being a specific person right so it's like i do lean more towards let's like i'd rather if there's something i have to bring to the world i'd rather it be like shit that's veined with gold than the thing that is pure but it's just um wood i I give you pure wood over here which would take a lot of effort for me you don't want pure wood (laughs) right or you get shit and gold. You want shit and gold. And I'm sorry, but I, I and I'm not I don't have the strength to Google, but there's serious connections historically between gold and shit. And shit as being, <laughs> you know, a prize. And so <coughs> Yeah, wooden what 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 are you striving for? Like right. I, I have this belief and it's kind of a dramatic, almost like 
like fairy tale idea that like well surely the the gold is in the shit because it wouldn't make a good story if the if you know the wood was just in, in a pile of wood like it's this see i want to use the word fetishize right now which is a perfect example of just almost meaningless at this point to say fetishize right no. um like one of my favorites no one of my favorites as well <laughs> But I do think fetishizing, uh, well, whatever. But you're, fet- you're worried that you're fetishizing your shit or that somehow you've made in your mind yeah. that for you to have gold, it has to come with shit instead of, well, what if it were just gold or something? Is that what you're saying? Like why you feel like you're demanding that you, you, you feel like you are, right. you have some kind of mental. I'm making it more special by noting the shit in, in this other weird way. I mean, this is like seven layers of me trying to like hate myself. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like you're just trying to you're trying to understand how much you should hate yourself. And I'm telling you, probably not much at all. (laughs) Wait, I'm just looking for a tissue. Hold on. She's gone. She's looking for a tissue. I am going to pull it together. Hold on. I mean, I have I have a relevant example, but I feel like which is just literally that I was so upset because someone emailed me on about the podcast saying, you know, you got to you got to say OK less. Oh, you need to say OK less. It's or they, they posted it on a comment and I responded with like an essay long response. And Jacqueline, and deleted it, we also will note that somebody that I also yeah. recently well, someone commented. Go. Oh, sorry. Go. No, no. You, you feel free. I mean, we've heard enough about shitty voice. <laughs> that very OK. Yeah. Someone recently said they want on a shirt. Yes. So two things have occurred, you know. A week ago or a couple weeks ago, whenever that was, someone commented and said, you know, Jack, Jacqueline, can you say OK a little less? It's, it was quite a bit in this particular episode. And I, you know, run to Theta saying you got to, you know, cut more OKs or whatever. And then I cry on the couch. <laughs> to Chris yeah. Again no. about the OK. And and I'm like, I have to cry about it because if I don't, I'll put it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just the way I cried. I was just like, it's almost like forcing it out. It's like forcing out the vomit, you know, because I do see a lot of comparisons between meaningful comparisons between vomiting and crying because it's like yeah. you can kind of like force oh, yeah. it out. You can sort of like be unsure if it's going to happen. And then sometimes it just like bursts out of you, whatever. So it's like, I was like, Ugh! and it's like that thing where you're performing the cry almost to yourself, like to not stop it. So I was just like, yeah. I have to just cry it out. It's embarrassing. And I'm just like, and I'm just like trying to get it out faster through more forceful crying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, I was like, Ugh! like just like a full and you know, just whatever. It's, I, you know, feel embarrassed. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then yesterday I'm cooking dinner and Chris is on the couch and I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, Chris, by the way, like someone commented on how they like the okays. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And so I am thus at the, I was like, and you know, I mean, I guess if I am enjoying the, someone liking me for the thing, I've not solved the problem. I'm, I'm still living in the existence of, of, uh, caring what other people think about me. Right. So okay. Right. It's like, and that's like the YouTube comment issue right it's like i remember chelsea pretty said to me in 2006 okay when i was like about something about disabling she was talking about disabling you know comments on youtube right um she's like why do i have to you know the internet's open you can create a forum in which to discuss how much you don't like me why do i have to give you one right below my <laughs> right. work you know what i mean <laughs> right, like right. why do i have to provide one for you immediately below your work and i was like yeah i was like i know but i i think i i'm like ah, but i want the compliments you know like i don't yeah. want to disable because right, she's right, like you don't right. you don't need you don't need them you don't need the compliments cool it's like and so it's like I'm crying. I'm crying at it earlier in the week, and then I'm rejoicing that I'm liked for it. And it's like, okay, neither of those things are true and real, right? Like, right. you know, I don't know. Are we allowed to like being liked? <laughs> yes, we are. If you welcome a compliment, is true, is meaningful. Oh, look, so and so said 
I'm the most brilliant, whatever. Look at this YouTube comment. They get it. <laughs> okay. YouTube commenters do know what they're talking about. And then you go to the next comment, yeah, exactly, you know, and exactly. it's your vagina should be filled with sand or something. It was <laughs> one comment I once received. And um, <laughs> actually, I think it was a direct message. <laughs> but we're also here to live and engage with people and not be in a state of tr transcendence all the time. So, you know, yeah. that, and that's, I do think the tears are a way that perhaps, you know, I'm brought back into uh, yes. to the human experience out of my my head. Yeah, no, there's something there. Me crying on Poog has been an inevitability, okay, for some time. And I'm relieved that it perhaps happened. it's just finally here because yeah. now we've broken the seal. Now people know I'm a crier. I mean, it's not unlike when I become a regular restaurant the first time they, you know, see me cry there. <laughs> it's yeah. probably a shock. <laughs> but now I know I can go to that restaurant and cry freely and it won't, you know... It won't scare the maitre d'. Yeah. And I, if you're, if you, if you have dealt with depression at any point in your life, I just, you know, which can be a kind of shut off of emotion. When they come, you must let them. You must. Yes. So I don't know. that It'll probably happen more and more. And I, actually, the more comfortable I get, that's the other thing. Like the more and more, like I'm so comfortable here with you that then yeah. the tears come. Yeah, whatever. I hope you I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe this Maybe this section, maybe my crying will not be on the episode. I don't know if I'm I being think, too presumptuous. I think you crying is, is, is radical. I think people need to hear you cry and you rejoicing in the crying and laughing through the crying. Crying should be more, people should openly cry much more. I think as a society... <laughs> we would have more potentially love for ourselves and each other if we could just openly weep. Right? I mean, I think it so. It would be a good time to plug my book, actually, if we may. It uh, could be a good natural plug for my book, I will say. My book's called How to Weep in Public, in case you forgot. And it's fantastic, <laughs> those of you Cut listening. Book, book plug. It's too embarrassing. But I just felt like it was almost weird that I, because I, I realized we're talking extensively about and I'm not mentioning it. Like, it's like, was this all a big fake for fake book ad? <laughs> Whatever. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.